From the galaxy to your ears, it's fucking Nerd Holocron. Yeah, it's right, motherfuckers. <laughs> right, guys. Uh, this is a re-recording of another episode we tried to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyway, we're talking about comparisons of uh, Return of the Jedi yes. and Rise of Skywalker. This is a segment we had last year that we never finished, and so we're coming back strong, unlike Obi-Wan, and finishing it up. Yes. Um, alright, so... <clears throat> the, ret- uh, the Return... <laughs> the Return of the Jedi. You were going to say The Return of the King? You were going to say Return of the Skywalker. Ah, I was okay. say, no, which isn't technically wrong, yeah, but... Yeah. So, this is the movie where... Luke and Anakin crush the dark side, basically. Yeah. Uh, In this movie, Luke is... I think he's willingly captured, right? Uh... Okay, we're getting ahead of ourselves. In this movie, we gotta rescue fucking Han Solo from fucking Jabba the Hutt. Because of course we do, right? <laughs> so there's this whole plan to get him out, and it involves Leia, the droids, Lando, Lando Calrissian, and uh, they're, they're all already there, just hanging out with Jabba. Kinda. Well, Leia gets caught stealing Han. Yeah. Which I think was part of the plan. I think, right? That was weird. Yeah, it felt like it was. It was Luke was really weird about that one. <laughs> he's like, just trust in the force. And everyone's like, uh, you're the only one that can do that. And he's like, well, do it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they all get captured. Yes. Which is part of the plan. Uh, Boba Fett's there. Yeah, yes. He's not from New Zealand at this current point in time. <laughs> but uh, Not much of a talker at all. He no. just gives menacing looks with the T in his face. Yes. And then... Yeah, they they get on the floating barge. They head out to the Sarlacc pit, mm-hmm. the butthole in the sand, Ooh. and uh, yeah, it goes their way. Yeah. We see the green lightsaber the first time. Oh yeah. There, I didn't read it because I was just like, I'm not gonna dignify this with me reading it. Okay. But there was someone that said like. The Kyra crystal that Luke got was Qui-Gon Jinn's Kyra crystal or something what like that. Yeah, fuck? I don't know. It was real dumb. Anyway. Okay. So, Luke saves the day. Oh. Leia's in this hot bikini thing. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <clears throat> she chokes uh, Jabba the Hutt to death. And then, they're out of there. Yep, she boos up with Luke and flies over to the other one. And then they fly away. <laughs> they do fly away. Um... What else? Talk to me. All right, so let's talk about the intro to Rise of Skywalker. All right, we got Finn and Poe flying through... Oh, no, no, they're flying to pick up the secret um, insider information from a spy that's inside the First Order. And then all these First Order ships show up and they start attacking them, so they... uh, What do they call it? Light speed jump with the Millennium Falcon through, like, uh, what are they called? Oh, light speed skipping. Yeah. So, like, we see all these different, like, parts of space, and, like, there's a giant worm monster from Tremors or whatever. Oh, from Dune, I mean. Tries to eat one of them, and they just... 
blast right through it. Yeah. And then we see Ray on some planet training with BB-8 under Leia's tutelage. And uh, she's not feeling very connected to the Force because of Kylo Ren. Like, their connection is getting stronger and just the mere thought of him. And she's just like, I'm turned off. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, and one thing I didn't like about this is, like, they, Finn and Poe have been obviously through a lot, right? This is the final movie. They've yeah. been through a lot. But then he's like, would you learn how to light speed skip? And, like... Who the fuck cares, bro? <laughs> right. You're gonna ask me this question now, trying to save our fucking lives. It's all accusatory, like, you're a criminal, and he's like, like you were a criminal too, you're a Nazi! Yeah, you <laughs> motherfucker, Jesus Christ. You were born into it, but so was Poe, like, goddamn. I was like, I don't understand this. Yeah. That's But anyway. Poe, if I'm not mistaken, is brought in because Luke was like friends and worked with his mother who was also a star fighter uh, in the past or whatever that worked with the rebellion that was, she was really good at piloting and the skills obviously transferred down to Poe so that's why I think she made Luke promise to make him a part of the rebellion and fight or something instead of just doing what Poe was obviously doing which is being a criminal yeah, yeah. also I know this has a it kind of but not really the First Order is huge. Mm -hmm. They are massive. They have turned an entire planet into a larger Death Star, right? Yeah. Okay. So, they have this amazing world-destroying capability. They have... <clears throat> sorry, excuse, uh, excuse me again. Uh, excuse me again. So, they, <laughs> they have... In the second movie, they had that big ship called the Dreadnought. Yeah. And, you know, posted, This is a fleet killer! They're literally the largest government, I guess, in the galaxy. And so I don't understand why they haven't already taken over the galaxy from the New Republic. When they destroyed all, like, what, five planets that the New Republic had? Oh, yeah. You know, to me, it just doesn't make sense why they weren't already in power. They uh, were just like, we'll just be over here, guys, you know? It was like a long con making the First Order because, like when they like started up they basically like took everything that was the empire and like melted it down and like repurposed all those resources and they started out really small and leia right away was telling the republic like you need to keep an eye on these people because like they're just another empire that's waiting to happen and everyone was like that's not gonna happen like we destroyed the empire you were the rebel fleet that took it down whatever fuck off <laughs> And then once Snoke took over and he started leading them, then they just started growing bigger and bigger. And it got to the point where, like, no one could really stop. They're like, well, we can't really do anything about it now. And we don't want to go against them because uh, we'll be murdered mercilessly. And Leia, from the beginning, was always like, well, we got to start a rebellion. And that's why they still don't have, like, many resources or anything, people helping them out. Because they're like, well, nothing we can do now. I guess yeah. we should have listened to you to begin with. <laughs> Alright, so in these last in these in this third movie, the the Emperor is the most prominent villain. Yeah. Um in Rise of Skywalker is just a lack of imagination. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. 
he's uh that's what they got. See, that's the thing that I didn't really like about this sequel trilogy is that uh, they didn't have a plan. Yeah. So much so that the the J.J. Abrams made the first movie, Brian Johnson made the second movie that was also a first movie, mm. and then J.J. Abrams like, well, now I got to make a second, third movie, <laughs> <laughs> and they were just like. Let's just bring back the Emperor. I think that's the easiest thing that we can do instead yeah, of true. really sitting down and making a good story that the fans will appreciate. Let's just let's just do that. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, I don't feel like writing today. <laughs> that was really put in perspective for me recently. I was listening to the Weekly Planet podcast, and they had a guest on that's like this expert on like all things Star Trek. And he was talking about the J.J. Abrams uh, new Star Trek trilogy movies that they made. And how in the first one, it's really unique and good in the story that they tell is really good. And then in the second one, J.J. Abrams was like, uh, I got nothing, so we'll just rehash a villain, which was Khan, and we'll have a big name play that character. And it was poorly done. And originally, like, that was my favorite one of those movies, but like, when they broke it down, I was like, that's the same kind of thing they did with Star Wars. They're like... We don't have any unique ideas. We'll just rehash an old character and a new story, and people will eat it up. I did. That's my favorite of the new Star Trek movies. I don't even like Star Trek. Really? Like, I watched the original Wrath of Khan. Yeah. It was the most boring fucking movie. That's the best of the... The most boring fucking movie (laughs) I could ever watch. I remember... I went into this movie thinking... Because everyone was saying the same thing, like, this is the best Star Trek. Oh, wait, this movie is the best. You're going to blow your load. Fuck it, right? <laughs> and I was just like this. And my mom's like, my mom loves Star Trek. She's yeah. like into it. She's like telling me all this stuff. And I was like, oh, shit. Huh? What happened? Huh? And I was like, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Oh, and then I watched the new one. I was like, I don't like this. Yeah. One thing that I didn't like about... I know we're getting off topic here. I'm not a big Star Trek fan, but I feel like... The whole... Like, they teased Klingons in the, in the series. But it wasn't like... They had a huge battle with the Klingons. And the Klingons, I feel, were like... The biggest threat to the Federation. Yeah. And it's like, why isn't there a movie like this? You know what I mean? Um. It made me mad. I guess so. Well, in that timeline, like, I guess they're, they're, they're not as at war with the Klingons. Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Anyway, guys, Mountain Dew Baja Gold is the shit. I don't know if you've had it yet, but you should. It's pina, pineapple in English. <laughs> yes. It is delicious. But, yeah. But, you know, same kind of thing. They were like, we'll just get a big name character and we'll use that. Whereas, like, in the third one, uh, I think it's called Star Trek Beyond, there was, like, a whole new unique characters and stuff and bad guy. I think Yggdrasil was the bad guy in that yeah. one. And it didn't do so well because I guess it just didn't have the rec- name recognition like the second one did. You know? But fans of the thing were like, well, this is a good Star Trek. I don't know. It wasn't bad. It definitely had problems. Yeah. But... Yeah, like J.J. Abrams, I've listened to a lot of podcasts, too, that just point out all the things that are wrong. And there was one podcast, I can't remember his name, he calls it, like, J.J. Abrams' um, 
company is called Bad Robot. They call it Bad Reboot. Ooh. And it's just like they don't know how to they don't know how to make movies. They just they just make movies, but they don't know how. That's true. And it's like, <clears throat> yeah. Okay, so I liked. I know we're way off topic at this point, guys. It doesn't yeah, but this is a re-record, so, <laughs> so yeah. So <laughs> we forgot what we said. The first time. Uh, the Last Jedi, I really liked it. I can understand why people didn't like it, but I did like it. There were things obviously in it that were just a little too much for me, but it was a good movie. Um, it was Ryan Johnson's film. But and Ryan Johnson had to just start a movie from nothing because like he like there was no plan. There was like okay they didn't sit nobody sat down over there and was like all right how is this trilogy gonna go? What are we gonna do? Who's this? Who's that? They basically went from one movie to another, not knowing what the other movie was gonna be. Yeah, and that was very obvious. They killed Snoke, and in this in from one to two. Snoke had been around. We're gonna take a quick break. I'll be right back. Sorry about that break. Um, Stephanie and I are going out of town, San Antonio. Yeah. And because uh, that's more important than you guys. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> and uh, Stephen's gonna house sit. Yeah. And babysit. Apple. And winter. Oh yeah, winter. And shitty kitty. The cat that lives outside. Oh, yeah. You got to give him food and water. Samson? Yeah, Samson. <clears throat> so anyway, doesn't matter. Um, basically, we're, we're still, we're, we're shitting all over J.J. Abrams. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and I know George Lucas gets a lot of shit for stuff, but his sequel, his prequel trilogy was mapped out pretty easily. Like, this led to this, which led to this. Yeah. Which was all Anakin Skywalker. Um, and then the, even his original trilogy, even though he didn't plan everything out, everything's still tied together. You know what yeah. I mean? <clears throat> and I don't think Kathleen Kennedy or J.J. Abrams really gave a shit. They were just like, this is Star Wars. People are going to come watch it regardless. And we did. That's true. But at the end of the day, we're like, this was shit. Yeah. And it wasn't more apparent than... How easily they just was like, were like Palpatine. He's a bad guy, right? Yeah. Let's make <laughs> Star Wars the the Skywalker saga. Let's just make it one bad guy yeah. instead of maybe just keeping Kylo Ren as the villain. Yeah, you know something. I mean, I felt like he could have carried the movie as the bad guy. Like the Knights of Ren were there, and he was sending them out to fuck shit up for him. And he obviously had the holocron and could have gone to the Sith world, unlocked even more Sith powers, and fought Rey. I in this <clears throat> in this sequel trilogy, whereas the the other movies were, I mean, the Force was there and it was something that they used. I feel like they just the Force was everything in these movies. Mm. It was like it wasn't like a story about people learning about the force and still growing as people and doing stuff it was like okay the force is super powerful with just this person <laughs> action you know the force was the main character and everybody else was side characters that's how i felt really and 
that's just what it was I feel like it was just about the force and it, it, that's all they talked about the force the force the force it's like a, a dyad in the force yeah. I am all the Jedi I am all the sin you know <laughs> <laughs> and it was like the first order and then it's like the final order it's like what like first of all what did you get money to pay for all these ships that you built underwater? They built them out of before. So. <laughs> <laughs> and it just didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, they were just like, just accept it. It's fine. Whereas, <laughs> like in Return of the Jedi, you know, Luke turns. I think Luke turns himself in, right? Does that happen? Oh yeah, it's because they were down there on Endor and when Luke and Leia get split up because she gets captured by the Ewoks and then uh, oh, yeah. Luke is like I have to go fight Vader because he has that tender moment with Leia up on the bridge and he's like yo you're my sister you should be fucking me you should be fucking hot <laughs> I gotta go kill our father now so uh, I'll see you later <laughs> and uh, <clears throat> it's it's a the story's far better. He turns himself in because he thinks he can get Darth to come back to the light side. Because yes. he feels it in him. Yeah. And I don't think the light side has ever left Darth Vader. Because basically everything that Darth has done has been to save his family. It's like all... I don't know what to say. Like the worst things in the world come from the best intentions or something. Yeah. And that's what it was. And even still, like, Darth Vader is like, you're my blood and you're my son. Like, together, if we work together, we could overthrow the Emperor and we could do what I originally wanted to do and literally rule the galaxy. I told your mother the same thing and she fainted and died or whatever. <laughs> but you, you seem stronger. You're a farmer. You got muscles. <laughs> you could survive this traumatic experience of killing someone and rule the galaxy with me, father and son. Yeah. Like a used car company. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, Luke is taken to meet the Emperor, and the Emperor's like, listen, those plans that you got, <laughs> yeah. I fucking gave it to them. Oh. These fucking idiots are walking into the trap. You want to see this shit? Check that out. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> and it was, you know, then him and, him and Darth Vader are, are fighting, and then Luke's like, I'm not gonna do this anymore. Oh yeah, he's like he's basically just defending himself against Darth Vader because he's like I'm not gonna kill you, and Darth Vader's like All right, I'll kill you then, <laughs> no problem. And Palpatine's over there with the headset, impractical Joker style. He's like All right, that's we get his head, trying to chop it off. <laughs> yeah, and I want to say the dark side did kind of like seep into Luke because he was about yeah, to kill yeah, that's him. Yeah, true. But he just like just comes to his senses like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do this like you know and the Emperor's like well, you're gonna fucking die then bitch <laughs> and then at that point Anakin's like that's my fucking kid yeah. I did a lot of horrible shit for that motherfucker yeah, and for this piece of shit to kill him <laughs> right fuck no so whatever he he fucking fists the emperor through the asshole yeah. and throws him down into that reactor. He gets electrocuted to death. Yeah, kills him. Yeah. And then, although Anakin 
has returned to the light side, I guess. He's still, he's still a pretty shitty person. Yeah. But he realizes the error of his ways, and he's like, I'm glad that this happened. I might be dying, but I'm glad that, you know, I got, first of all, I got to see you through my own eyes. I know that you and your sister are okay and you're alive, mm. and I'm just glad to be here. It's like, I have no interest in seeing your sister because she looks too much like her mother, which is painful for me. But you, you <laughs> look like me, so it's not good. It's fine. <gasps> Whereas in The Rise of Skywalker, it's. I don't know. Like, Guy Blow Ben, he. Be, <laughs> he, uh, he turns into a good guy after he gets fucking stabbed. <laughs> yeah. And whatever, and like where he's like, here, I'm gonna use some of my force power to heal you, yeah. and I'm out, bitch. And then, I don't know, like he has a vision of Han, and then she goes to fight the Emperor. Well, I mean, she transferred part of her life force to him to heal him. That's how that power works. You had to give part of your life. And I, I'm assuming maybe she gave. Like the memories of the good stuff she had of Han as she knew him to Ben. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. I would imagine having Ben Solo as your father is either one of the coolest things to happen or one of the worst things. I think the thing that did it the most was Princess Leia dying. That's what really stopped him. Yeah. And he was like, oh, <clears throat> he loved his mom. You could tell he left his mom. We're a pussy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just his, he had a problem with his dad. Yeah. And also, <laughs> what I, a problem that I had, and I think even Mark Hamill had a problem with it, was how it was very uncharacteristic of Luke to just flip out for no reason, gonna kill his nephew, and then he's like, oh yeah. Like, I don't think the Luke Skywalker that we grew up with would have done that. Yeah, he would have, like, seen that as a vision through the forest. He wouldn't have actually gone in there and been like, maybe I should kill him. <laughs> exactly. If anything, he'd been like, hey, Leo, this fucking kid over here is yeah. really weird. You need to come down here and pick him up. Send him to another boarding school. <laughs> <laughs> Grogu is not getting along with him. And uh, I think that's what really upset me about a lot about these movies is, like, Luke Skywalker's portrayal as a fucking pussy and a quitter. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And that's exactly what they did with Obi-Wan, which we're going to get into. Don't even worry about it. <coughs> so, their whole thing is, we can't come up with anything better than what's already been done, so we'll just do what they did and have Palpatine come back. Man. And so, they're under their totally unoriginal take on Star Wars just led it to be even more unbelievable than a science fiction story would already be. So here we are, you know, Ray makes it to Exegol. Yeah. And everyone else is like, we're gonna go get backup guys, we'll see you later. <laughs> and then some resistance pilots make it to Exegol, they're fighting Sith troopers and Whatever, right? Yeah. And Rey's over there doing her thing, and she's the Emperor's like, you're my fucking grandkid, bitch. I'm going to force my way into your body. Ooh. Basically, I'm going to rape you, and 
you're gonna hold my essence and everything and we're gonna rule the galaxy yeah. and she was like yeah I don't think so bro that's not gonna happen yeah. and then Ben he come, he arrives and uh, he's running through the place he kills the Knights of Ren mm. super easy by the way oh he's getting his ass kicked to begin with though. that's he didn't true have a weapon. he didn't yeah but then, like, yeah, they do the whole thing. I thought that part was pretty cool. He's just like, oh, shit. And then they're like, oh, shit. Whoa. But they still try to fight him. That's the thing that got me the most. Like, you're going to try and kill one of these, a really powerful force user, like <laughs> Kylo Ren? You know, I, oh, another thing I liked is he fused his helmet back together with Darth Vader's helmet. Like, he broke it down and put them together in the Kylo Vader helmet. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, shit. That's that one right there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Fucking Kylo Ren fan. That was pretty cool. I feel like in, like, Return of the Jedi, everyone knows that Luke has his own separate destiny. Like, his lineage is from the past Jedis and, like, the sins of his father and everyone, like... Uh, all the Jedi past and future rest on his shoulders and it's up to him to like take care of the Emperor and fight Darth Vader and do all this stuff on his own and everyone's like we'll support you up until the point that you need to leave whereas with Rey like Finn and everyone spends like all this time trying to like help her and protect her and save her and she's like I don't need any of that from any of you I don't need any of you like I'm the most powerful force user aside from Ben in the past 20, 30 fucking years now. Like, I don't need your fucking help. And, like, a lot of the movie is wasted on them, like, all going to these places together and wasting time, like, trying to do her job for her. And she's like, I just need to be alone and, like, do this on my own. That is true. I feel like that's kind of a weakness in the the new trilogy. Yeah. Like, where everyone was able to lean on each other. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I don't need this. Sorry, guys. Everyone's gotta be friends. Or, like, with Poe, like, he meets up with the people he used to work with, and even though they hate his guts because they feel like he abandoned them, they still were like, you're on to bigger and better things, and you're doing this for the betterment of everyone else, so we'll fight the bullet so you can do what you need to do. Uh, yeah. And even, like, <clears throat> like, I understand that, that Carrie Fisher died and uh, before this movie could be made. But it just feels like... I don't know. I just feel like they underappreciated the original cast a little yeah. bit. Like, why did they all have to die in their own movies? You know what I mean? Why couldn't we have a scene with all three of them there? Yeah. And then be like... Like, I feel it would have been cool as, like, in this movie... Where Luke is still alive, and him and Ray are like, let's go fuck some shit up. <laughs> like, and then they do come across Ben, right? Yeah. And Luke's like, go Ray, and she goes and she goes to fight the Emperor or whatever, and it's like Ben and Luke. And it would have made more sense for Kylo Ren to see Luke also because Luke is obviously a Force ghost. He can see and talk to him and you know touch his face and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Like, I let you down, Ben. Yeah. I'm sorry. Or, boy, you let me down, you fucking piece of shit. <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> Something. <laughs> well, ultimately, the Emperor returning, and then the last scene where fucking Lando's like, 
They can't fight all of us. Okay. And, like, the entire galaxy shows up at Exegol. And, like, <laughs> let's Which doesn't even make any sense because it's so difficult to get anywhere to Exegol to begin with. Right. You're going to sit there and tell me all these ships made it through that quick? <laughs> I don't think so. They came in from the back entrance. The help entrance. Oh, awful. They're all just random ships, too. There's like, there's a prop plane, the Firefly, (laughs) Battlestar Galactica, uh, Battleship Yamoto. (laughs) Yeah, it was like that that meme of uh, Moon Knight that was going around for a while. I was like, random shit, go. Yeah. That's exactly what this movie was. They were like, how are we going to finish this? It's like, well, typically you have a small group of resistance slash rebel fighters fighting against the larger thing yeah. and they and they barely win let's have it the other way around let's have a large imperial mass but even more smaller ships yeah. come in and destroy it was just so dumb like if you're I, I feel like they should have just like destroyed each other like if this was supposed to be the wrap up Everyone should just have died now. Only Ray survives. That was it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, to, she was on the planet. It's not like the planet blew up. She just—they all were in space fighting each other. They could have killed each other. She killed Palpatine, and Ben sacrificed his life for her life. And then how dumb. Okay, so in Revenge of the Sith, the Emperor is shooting Force Lightning at at. Uh, What's his name? Luke. Sam Jackson, oh, right? Yeah. And it's coming back. And he's like, oh. But to me, that was part of the plan to get Anakin to turn on the Jedi. Right. right? <clears throat> but in this movie, the Emperor is force lightning Rey, and she's deflecting it, and it's like killing him. Stop! <laughs> You're controlling it. You could be like, okay, you just ripped off my forehead. I'm not going to keep doing this. <laughs> right. It's so stupid. Oh, my God. Anyway, the end of the day, this movie was horseshit. Yeah. There were good things in the movie. Visually, I liked when the Emperor shot the Force lightning up and was like attacking everybody. That looked good. Ultimately, this was a poor execution and uh, poor directing, poor poor leadership at Lucasfilm. Poor poorness. Yeah. Poor. (laughs) Disney, if you guys need ideas... Isn't going to piss everybody off? Me and Steven are here. Yeah. We're here. We like money. We like that's agents here. <clears throat> throw some ideas past us. We'll let you know if they're good or not. Yeah. But anyway. We'll throw them at you also. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to talk about <clears throat> the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Oh, God. And how fucking stupid it was. Yeah. All right. So, we have Obi-Wan. Uncharacteristic Obi-Wan. Yes. Okay. He's a poor, pathetic fucking loser <laughs> who's been pussified. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, I'm watching over the boy. But you're not even really watching over the boy. If you really took this shit seriously, you would not have stopped training. You wouldn't have stopped doing what you've done. The reason that you're like this is because the, the, the writers for this movie or this show don't get one don't give a fuck about star wars they want to tell the story that they want to tell and they don't want to be true to the character what i mean by true okay so 
Obi-Wan went to Mustafar and thought he killed Anakin Skywalker. He didn't want to. You could tell that it was tearing yeah. him up. It's not the thing that he wanted to do. He, he thought of uh, Anakin as his brother. He said as much, right? Yeah. And it killed It really upset him that he had to do that. But he knew as a Jedi, that's what he had to do to make sure things didn't escalate out of control. Did they? Yes, obviously. Mm. But he knew that that's what he had to do. He left him for dead, but he didn't think twice about it after that. Man. Because he did what he knew was the right thing to do. And in this movie, and in the show, he's like, Oh, Anakin. Oh, my God, my friend. He's dead. Oh, uh. <laughs> And it's like, that's that's not the Obi-Wan that we saw in Revenge of the Sith. No, it is not. And I was, I was like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> I don't know who he is. The Obi-Wan. Yeah. <laughs> we get introduced to Reva, an Inquisitor. Oh, God. Who, we've talked about her before. And She's fucking retarded. She is retarded. And we're not the only people that have talked about her. Not only is she retarded, she's poorly written, mm. poorly acted. Mm. Everybody wants to be like, oh, don't, Moses Ingram, you're, you know, give her a chance. Like, I did give her a chance. I gave her more than a chance. Gave her a sixth chance. Yeah. When, like Steven said, when she's running a, when she's running on the rooftops, she looks slow. She looks, it's just awful, like... Her armor is too big and bulky for her to run properly. <laughs> yeah. It just looks so stupid. And then she tries to come off as this intimidating character, but she comes off more of a crybaby. Fucking Anakin Skywalker level crybaby. Yeah, for real. <laughs> and so we're at this point where, okay, the whole, the everything in this show kicks off when Princess Leia is introduced. And she's kidnapped. By and flee. She, flee. Yeah. And she narrowly... Oh my god, this is so dumb. She outruns grown-ass people. And this kid can't even run fast to begin with. <laughs> I, I would have caught that bitch in two seconds. <laughs> anyway. Last over Yeah, it was ridiculous. But anyway, they kidnap her. Fucking Bail Organa's like, Hey, I know you're watching over that boy, but I just lost the person I was supposed to watch over. Can you come rescue them? Right. <clears throat> and... Why doesn't that make sense? Because he's a Republican or whatever, and he has infinite money and resources. He can hire literally any and everyone to go hunt her down. He can hire fucking Boba Fett to go and capture her and bring her back on Slave One if he wanted to. It's literally his job to protect Leia. Yes. They said they said as much. He's like, we've always talked about having a little girl, so we'll take Leia. Fuck the kid. Fuck the boy. Like, I don't, I don't need another boy in my house. <laughs> yeah. And that right there. And then Obi-Wan agrees. Which, another thing, you haven't even been... You're going on a dangerous mission. You haven't been training. No. You're out of touch with everything. And now you're going to go on a super dangerous mission to rescue a girl that you shouldn't even be going to rescue at all. And that comes into play later, obviously. Yeah. He goes, he comes across um, a clone trooper, and you're like, wow, that's sad. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, the whole show is he 
he gets her back, and then she's taken again, and then he gets her. It's this whole thing. Back and forth. Be back and forth. Um, but eventually, they get to where they need to go, I think. Then he comes up. Another thing, I don't think that Darth Vader should have even ever met Obi-Wan. Because it doesn't make sense chronologically or at all. They just wanted a a fight between them just so people would be like, what, they're going to fight again? It was just a cash grab. And it really makes me mad. It just would have been better if they hadn't met or if Darth Vader shows up and Anakin, and not Anakin, uh, (laughs) Obi-Wan just barely had escaped. He's like, yeah, yeah, something. But it just doesn't make sense that they would fight. Another thing that didn't make sense, okay, I'm gonna jump. I'm jumping around because there are things that stand out to me the most. Mm-hmm. Their last duel, like I was telling you before in that other episode we recorded, yeah. <laughs> it didn't make sense. Cause, like they were dueling, but then like they're throwing rocks at each other. And I told you to me that didn't make sense because. Obi-Wan bested Anakin in a straight lightsaber duel. Yeah. Why wouldn't Anakin want to prove that he's the best duelist by strictly having a duel and not having, like, a force power thing? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like, they were at Lucifer. It wasn't force-throwing lava at fucking Obi-Wan. It was exactly. doing backflips and shit on robots and trying to slice his head off. Yeah. So, to me, that didn't make any sense. Like, I don't feel like they would have done that. It would have been a straight lightsaber duel. Maybe some force stuff here and there, but ultimately, Anakin would have tried to best him with a lightsaber to prove that he was the best duelist, Mm -hmm. not the other way around. And when when Obi-Wan is trapped under all those rocks, the thing that gives him the power and the energy is he's thinking about a little girl. Yeah. Creepy vibes. Also, from what we've seen, Darth Vader wouldn't just fucking leave him alive, buried or not. After he went through all that trouble to be like, he's like the most dangerous man in the galaxy compared to me right now and what we're trying to accomplish. So, am I going to kill him? No, I'm just going to bury him and I'm going to do the meme where I have the high ground but I'm not going to say it. But you know, that's what we're all thinking. Yeah. And you're like, what the fuck? It doesn't make any sense. Like, Darth Vader doesn't leave loose ends. Just like the fact that Reva knows, for whatever reason, that Darth Vader was once Anakin Skywalker. He would have fucking murdered her. If she said that, he'd put a knife through her chest. Lightsaber through the chest, you know? Yeah. Any and everyone who knows that is dead. Exactly. And... I think that Obi-Wan knew that Anakin Skywalker was Darth Vader. Because, yeah. okay, at when when Obi-Wan and Yoda returned to, oh, what's that, oh my god, that city planet where they, where they hung out. Coruscant? Coruscant. Yoda shows him a recording of... Oh, the Emperor... 99. Yeah, and you can hear what they're saying. He's like, rise, Darth Vader. Yeah, even in A New Hope, when Luke is explaining how Darth Vader murdered Anakin Skywalker and how Darth Vader used to be his apprentice, he's like, he's more machine now than he is man. He's like, obviously he had to know. 
I mean, obviously it took place after the show, I guess, but, you know, all sides point to yes, he already knew that Darth Vader is Anakin. Well, yeah. Exactly. So the writers don't respect the lore. They don't respect what came before it. As a matter of fact, they spit in its face and then try to be like, oh, yeah, this is what really happened, guys. You guys created more problems with the show than you solved. You didn't really tell us anything. No. All you did was waste time and money. And you didn't even really waste money to begin with. That <laughs> show was looked so cheap, it was ridiculous. And I feel like you could have not made the book of Boba Fett and given the show more money. The show deserved more money. Yeah, this was... Besides Luke and Darth Vader, this is probably one of the most the most popular characters that there is yeah people love Obi-Wan people love Ewan McGregor's Obi-Wan yeah they, everything about Obi-Wan people love and then you were just like you just phoned it in you fucking J.J. Abrams this show <sighs> and what, another thing that was really cheap to me when they have Obi-Wan and those those people trapped in that thing. You have all these stormtroopers like trying to shoot through this door. He can't oh, shoot yeah. through the door. But Reva's lightsaber just pops that bitch open real quick. Why don't you just lead with that? <laughs> and then the stormtroopers are entering this thing, and there's a lot of them, but there is a lot of them. Like, and it took Reva like 20 minutes to even get in there, even though there's one scene where she's already in the hangar, and the next scene she's out of the hangar still walking doesn't make any sense Deborah Cho you fucking suck as a director and a storyteller <laughs> seriously it just made me mad like what do you have to say what do you have to say I mean yeah same thing like the entire premise and story makes zero fucking sense and it's like if Obi-Wan was to not have trained and not have his powers or anything they would have already said that in the third movie but in the third one Yoda was like you're gonna have to go into exile obviously for your own protection but also I have training for you to do to learn how to speak to your master and also so you can watch over Luke who one day is gonna have to become a Jedi whether he wants to or not and you're gonna have to protect him because he's on Tatooine the most fucking Chicago of all planets <laughs> yeah and like We've seen it in other Star Wars stories where, like, traumatic events can happen that causes people to break their connection to the Force, like Luke in The Last Jedi and Cal Kestis in Jedi Fallen Order, but they are able to restore their link to it. But nowhere was it mentioned that Obi-Wan lost his connection to the Force. Like, the character we know in A New Hope and, like, all the Star Wars books and stuff always like left his connection and used the force to like help other people even if it put himself in danger he's never been this little bitch little guy that we got I don't know yeah there's was... no stories of him chopping up whale meat and fucking stealing it for himself and his yeah. mama and then the last episode okay since last episode Reva gets stabbed right Darth yeah. Vader Apparently doesn't know how to kill people. <laughs> I don't know. And, okay, she gets stabbed. She comes across the communication about tattooing and the boy there. 
So she goes to Tatooine. How she got there so fast? <laughs> yeah, right. Unexplainable. The no. first time that she's able to move quickly. Yeah, and she gets there. Whatever, fine. But also, okay, <clears throat> I was talking to Steven about this. How <laughs> Lars and Aunt Beru, like, they, they know that they're coming for them. Like, Lars like, yo, we got to go, ho. We, <laughs> yeah. They're coming. We got to go. And Beru's like, we're going to stay and fight. First of all, bitch, who the fuck are you, right? <laughs> the Empire's coming. Yeah, you're not Kara, dude. You're not going to hold up <laughs> in your little fucking shag and fight the Empire. We have one rifle. That's it. <laughs> and not to mention, okay, even though Reva's a pathetic character, she's still a lightsaber-wielding force user. Yeah. Very powerful. Yeah. Regardless. And you want me to do what? Like, you want... That itself could have got Luke killed. Her stupidity. Yeah. Okay. But, whatever. Fine. And at this point, it really makes me mad because this situation shouldn't have even happened because Obi-Wan should have never left Tatooine. Right. To me, Bail Organa is super selfish in this situation. He's like, well, I can't do it because... I no, 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 no. You have your planet that has survived, you know, a lot of things. You won't survive the next thing. <laughs> but you have survived a lot of things. You have unlimited resources. You're the person that helped fund the rebellion to begin with. Right. You, like you said, you should be able to find someone to go track lay it down. Literally anyone you want. Anyone. You have the money. Yeah. But you... You call on Obi-Wan. Obi-Wan stupidly agrees because that's how the way it was written. And for him, at this point, Leia is more important than Luke. Mm. And that upsets me too. Like, why is that even a thing? You don't know what you're leaving Luke behind for. Right. And you said there's lots of stories of Ben saving Luke. Yeah. And it's like, they, why didn't they want to tell that story? Because that's not the story that they thought was interesting. I guess. It's not like stories that people know, like, that we've seen in other things. Not even on any of the Star Wars cartoons or anything. Like, it's only in the old Legends books and comics and stuff. Where they're like, we want to tell a story that is unique and no one's seen. Those are all unique stories no one fucking knows about. That's not a Star Wars fan that has read those. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? <laughs> but then Obi-Wan comes back too little too late. Seriously. Reva could have killed him easily. And then what? You know what I mean? So to me, in this story, Obi-Wan was written as a loser and a failure. Mm. And the only thing that got him out of his funk was Leia. When, well, like, like I said, like he was down in that pit covered in rocks, it was a bunch of flashes of him and Leia, and then one little thing of Luke that blooped out real quick, and then it was back to Leia, and that's how he got the strength to get out. But to him, it should have always, yes, he's like the thought of Leia being, you know, tortured and stuff, but ultimately his duty and responsibility to Luke, and I guess Leia. Should have gotten him out of there, but it was really just pictures of little girls that got him out of there. But ultimately, this, <laughs> this is a failure at Star Wars Disney, 
this is a failure for I, on Kathleen Kennedy, Deborah Cho, and I'm even going to say that this isn't how I wanted to see Hayden Christensen come back. Fuck no. The two seconds we got him for one, too. Yeah. Yeah, like... You guys did this character a disservice. You did the story a disservice. And the fans are left with nothing. At this point, I know that I've gone on record saying, like, we're lucky to have what we have. And I believe that. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I don't feel like... I feel like if you have the ability to do this with characters, you should really stop and think if you should. And if you're unable to tell a good story, maybe you shouldn't. And maybe you guys need to pull your head out of your asses and stop fingering each other and really, you know, be like, is this a good story? Yeah. Run it past George Lucas and John Favreau and Dave Filoni. Seriously. It's like, this is shit. Then be like, this is shit, guys. Reva's story didn't even make sense either. (laughs) I know, man. Like, she's literally about to kill Luke, and then she has the memory of, like, oh, this is what happened to me. I'm the other person with their own agenda. It's still unclear, like, whether she was, like, killed or, like, attempted to be murdered, or Anakin was like, I like this one, I'm going to take it with me, put it on my keychain. (laughs) But it's like, that doesn't make any sense. Like, she couldn't have that thought before she tries to hunt down and murder this fucking kid, like a crazy person. Also, Just like, a thought. <laughs> she was doing it for revenge for all the all her brothers and sisters that she did lose, but she killed a lot of innocent people. Yeah, right? Just to get to Darth Vader, and that doesn't even make any sense. This was a character that was a, a last-minute thought that they threw in there... And they were like, this is going to be a great character, guys. Don't even worry about it. Stop for each other now. Uh, it wasn't the case. We're telling you it's a great character, so it is a great character. Oh, yeah. And if you don't like it, you're a racist. Which, racist. again, doesn't even make any sense because <coughs> I liked Finn. Yeah. I feel like Finn got the short end of the stick in that sequel trilogy. Seriously, he was upset about that. Yeah. They fucked him over, man. Yeah. And you got Lando. You got so many great characters that are not white, I would say. But you have Pedro Pascal, who's Mexican. I mean, uh, Poe, who's also something, I don't know. Yeah. um, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Fennec Shand. All all of these are fan favorites, dude. Yeah. And the dude from Rogue One, he's something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Andor. Andor, yeah. Andor. They're written well. That's the problem. When you poorly write a character and you know it's poor, but you don't want to receive criticism for it, it's easy to be like, okay, you're racist if you don't like it. How about you're a shitty fucking writer and you suck at writing characters? Seriously. As a matter of fact, you fucking cocksuckers. If you want to know how storytelling is done, we got a Halloween episode coming up. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Or we uh, tell scary stories that we've written. Yeah, and I'm going to tell a poor one like I tell every year. I've been, fucking writing I've been working on mine, dude. Slowly but surely, it's going to be a good one. Uh, so, yeah. I'm good at writing funny things. <laughs> <laughs> also, Steven's writing a sci-fi movie. Yeah, it's called uh, Star Wars Does Ram Ranch <laughs> Volume 14. <laughs> 
But ultimately, this show is what's leading me to not watch any more Star Wars material from Disney. And it's sad because I was looking forward to Andor. And based off the trailers that I've seen for Andor, it looks so much better than the Obi-Wan show. And that really makes me mad because even though I like Andor, he's not a character that I was like, oh man, how did he get to where he is? Yeah. Where you could have had, I don't know, this could have been a defining moment in a good way for Disney and Star Wars. Maybe have the faith Maybe have the faith restored in the fans that you guys can tell a good story, but you can't. You refuse to because you can't stop smelling your own farts and thinking it's flowers. Yes. You know, so for now, maybe forever, fuck you, Disney Star Wars. That's what I got to say about that. (laughs) Yeah, I got to say, like, it's definitely a much different time now because, like, when I saw... The original trilogy as a child, and then like the prequel <laughs> trilogy, like I always thought, like this is that's it, like we're never gonna get any more Star Wars stuff. Whereas now, like literally anything can be rebooted, or another thing can become something else, and it's like they'll always rehash it. And it's like what the fuck? I miss those days where it's like imagining like what it would be like if we got to see Luke later on, and it's like now that I know. What it's like, I guess, in their eyes, I'm like, why did we even bother? Could have just left it up to mystery. They're like, that's a cool thought. All right, I'm going to move on with my day. Yeah. Yeah. If you guys want to know how to write a movie and write characters, go watch Top Gun Maverick. (laughs) Yes, I agree. That fucking movie rocked, man. Hire Miles Teller. He's a great character actor. Sometimes. Yeah. He was a good Mr. Fantastic. Uh, I haven't seen that one. Really don't. Don't <laughs> anyway, that's what we got, guys. Yeah. Star Wars failed. Uh, failed all of us. This is a re-record. This is a re-record. <laughs> Twice the anger. Yes. But that's what we got, guys. Thanks for listening. We always appreciate you guys, the three of you listening to our podcast. Yeah. You, the force is strong with you, Nerdalorians. Tell us if you think this would be an interesting story idea. Uh, Boba Fett versus the Predator. Bounty Hunter versus Bounty Hunter. Maybe maybe Samus shows up. Also a Bounty Hunter. (laughs) No, check this out. Boba Fett and Mando. Yeah. For whatever reason, they end up somewhere on this planet. The Mandalorian needs help with something, right? Yeah. Boba Fett's like, well, I got you, mate. And they end up there. With nothing but just... Uh, it's a colony overrun by xenomorphs. Ooh. Predators are there to hunt the xenomorphs. Uh-huh. And for whatever reason now, the predators are hunting xenomorphs and Mandalorians. Ooh. And it's like, everyone's fighting everyone. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, I can see that. Huh? <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. And then Darth Vader kills everybody. Ooh. Oh, Darth Vader's dead at this point, huh? No, never mind. Yeah. Is he? No, he's not. When during the Mandalorian? Day? Yeah, he's not dead yet. No, he is not dead. Yeah, he is. Yeah, dead. yeah he is. he's fucking dead. Because Ahsoka is old now. Ahsoka is old. Yeah. Does alien blood melt through Beskar? I guess you have to listen and find out. Oh. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. Probably not because the lightsaber doesn't cut through Beskar, so. Which is higher. 
or more acidic lightsabers or <laughs> fucking alien. We gotta consult some other nerds. Yeah, I gotta get some science on this. R&D department. <laughs> <laughs> but alright guys, that's it for us on this one. Thank yes. you for listening. Uh, remember to always keep the... I mean, sorry. Remember to look for us on Facebook and Instagram at the Nerd Holocron. And thank you to Audio Disconnect for our musical themes we have. And uh, remember to always keep the high ground and always be a man. Later. I pledge myself to your teachings. Try not to upset him.